There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Conversations on Dance is proud to have Yumiko as a continued partner in 2021. Yumiko is a company inspired by beauty and standards. As a leader in the dancewear industry, they take great pride in their impact as a socially and environmentally conscious brand. And today we have big news. In honor of springtime's arrival, Yumiko is offering a special in-store discount to our New York City listeners. Show that you are subscribed to Conversations on Dance at checkout and receive a 10% discount on your in-store purchase. For store hours, visit yumiko.com and be sure to follow along on Instagram at Yumiko to participate in their weekly giveaways and to stay updated on all things 2021. I'm Rebecca King Ferraro. And I'm Michael Breeden. And you're listening to Conversations on Dance. This week on the Conversations on Dance podcast, we are joined by Martha Graham Dance Company principal dancer Xin Ying. Ying was born in China and began dancing at the age of six, taking classes in Chinese folk dance. At just 15, she entered college. And after graduating, she went on to teach dance at the Sichuan University of Culture and Arts. After years of teaching, she decided that she wanted to travel to further her understanding of dance, then bring that knowledge back to her students. Ying received funding from her university to travel to New York City and attend the Martha Graham School of Contemporary Dance. From there, her love for the Martha Graham technique blossomed. She would go on to take a position in the second company and then join the main company in 2011. We talk with Ying about her training and education in China, her incredible career trajectory, what made her fall in love with the Graham technique, and what this past year has been like for her. We recorded this episode on Friday, April 30th, before the company's return to live shows this past weekend. For more information on the company's live and virtual programming, please visit marthagram.org. Uh, Ying, thank you so much for joining us. Um, it's such a pleasure to have you on the podcast, and um, we're looking forward to 
getting to hear all about your career. Um, but we're, we're going to start, as we always do at the very beginning, with um, what first sparked your interest in dance? Uh, first spark? Um, I think I'm, uh, um, I was a very energetic child. So mm -hmm. my mom was trying to find something to channeling you know, my that side because uh -huh. I was just always dancing in front of the TV and uh, trying to do a fashion show with my dirty coat, you know, all that. <laughs> so she just, um, um, she actually sent me to like a piano lesson first and I just couldn't really, you know, sit still mm -hmm. on the piano. Then um, I think some of her friends just say, oh, maybe take her to dance class. And I just remember once I walk in, you know, I was the youngest student in the whole class. I don't even have like ballet slippers. I would mm -hmm. wear sneakers at the time because it's just like a trial run. Right. Mm -hmm. So one in there, we're doing those like pointing flat. And uh, somehow I know that just right for me because I know even I was young, five, six years old, mm -hmm. but I know exactly what to do. I'm pretty sure I did a handstand. <laughs> oh, that's the very first class. I just feel, oh, this is the right place for me. You know, like this is so fun. I can control my body. You know, let mm -hmm. my let my body do what I, um, you know, imagine or what the teacher telling me. So it just felt right. Like I fit right in. And that was it. Right. So you started with ballet class or what kind of dance training were you doing at the beginning? It's kind of like a combination because okay. in China, we have a little ballet because very early on, uh, you know, uh, Russian came over to set all the ballet. So ballet was kind of like the base of um, all the dance, basically dance, uh, dance training. Like mm -hmm. that will be the base, but they will change up a little bit. For example, classic um, Chinese dance like bars, we also have bars. We have the very tendu, but it's upper body while using like Chinese classical gestures and uh -huh. oh, positions. Yeah, it's very interesting. It's like half, top half is like Chinese and uh, yeah. I wish everyone a lot of ballet. I wish everyone could see what you're doing because you're doing it's such so beautiful, beautiful port of bra <laughs> <laughs> while indicating what the style is like. That's so cool. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So you knew that you wanted to dance from the time you were five or six, but yeah. how did that keep going? How did you pursue it um, with an idea, like a mind towards like, I'm going to become a dancer? Like, what was your training like? And what, what kind of ideas did you have about what your future might be as a mm. professional dancer? When I was uh, six years old, I was thinking, I'm going to be a dancer, you know, like, you know, one of those moments, I'm going to be a dancer. Mm -hmm. I just, I think that's my, like, a destiny, and mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to just go from there. Um, it lasted pretty long, actually, like, because my mom sent me to uh, a dance school, so I kind of keep it in the, on track the whole time. Until, like, I went to college, dance major, all that. Until when you're really facing the, the time you're going to choose your career. Yeah. Right? Like, you did all the training and then come, oh, now you can choose. You either be a dancer or be a dance teacher or. And uh, at that moment, I just, because of all the reality, like, dancer just not really quite an option in China at the moment. As a professional dancer, you're either in uh, um, like a government-owned military uh, dance company. That would be the best job. It's very stable. You always have like 
uh, work. And otherwise, it's not quite a free market like sure. out there for for dancer. Yeah, now it's much like there are so many amazing like dance company like a uh, private dance company mm-hmm. there. So I just kind of dropped my dream, just thinking, okay, now I, you know, graduated from college, I just find a, a stable job. So I took a job in a college, art college, teaching, teach dance. Mm-hmm. And then my dream was just being put on hold. Now you put on hold, in my head is that done. Wow. I will never become a prep, like prep, like a real professional dancer anymore. So I was a teacher in a college for many years, actually. Wow. Um, I went to college when I was 15 years old. Then yeah. after I graduated when I was 19, wow. I become a dance teacher in college. And now they're thinking, yeah, that, that's probably my life. Right. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I think it's so interesting because, um, you know, well, just speaking from personal experience, now that I teach, you think of like the, the your mind, your approach to dancing itself. You, you always think like, gosh, like I wish, you know, I had known this or thought about this while I was dancing. So how do you think like those years as a teacher then later shaped you as a dancer? Um, the thing is, while I'm teaching, like I kind of have a, because um, while I was teaching in that college, it's Sichuan Culture and Art College. I'm still mm-hmm. have um, my position there. They don't, they didn't even have a dance major. So I can do pretty much whatever I want. Uh-huh. Okay. That's how I tap into modern dance. I really like modern dance, but there are not a lot of resources actually exist in China. Uh-huh. I had no idea what's gram technique at the moment. I just know I want to do modern. So I do a lot like my own combination, just mix mm-hmm. this up. Instead, like people tell me you have to teach this, this, that. Uh-huh. Because... In China, there's a mainstream is Chinese classic dance. Mm-hmm. But I was just kind of worn out at the moment. I just like didn't really want to do that mm-hmm. anymore. Um, I think I was just so tired. I want to do Chinese classical. Or do, like my teacher always tell me, you're not like a, a pretty enough. You have have this really pretty face um, on you, you know, being like very pretty at this moment, that moment. And uh, um, um, when I was in the college, I wasn't really tall until like much later. I grew like much later. You know, uh-huh. life sound I grew taller. They're always thinking, as telling me, "Oh, you're too short. It can't be a dancer. Too mm-hmm. short and not pretty enough." So all that just making me feel like really, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, so right. I actually make a lot of, like combination in modern. That's also why later on. When I felt I have nothing to teach you anymore, I probably have to go out and learn more modern uh-huh. dance, then come back to teach you. So that's how it all started, actually. Uh-huh. How to can I regroup like what I really wanted and uh, what is my dream when being become more mature. I think that will be it. Um, teaching them and discovering what I need the most. Right. Yeah. So when you went yeah. to Graham for the first time, was that with the idea, were you thinking then I'm going to further my own education, then I'll come back and teach? Or did you go, like, did you re-find that dream of becoming a dancer again? So in the beginning, it really just, I want to recharge. I wanted to learn more so I can be a better teacher. Mm-hmm. I was 25 years old at that moment. So I was being teachers for six years. Mm-hmm. So I thinking that will be my, you know, that will be it. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have how like like in China when you pass twenty two, like when you graduate. Uh, I heard I constantly hear this like my students graduated from college, which is twenty two years old, right? Mm-hmm. And they would say, "Oh, I'm too old to become a dancer." Mm-hmm. And I was like twenty five, and I was just just starting to learn, you know, right. how to right. like dance again because in you know, a completely different way. So. Uh, yeah, so I'm just thinking I'm gonna just come here, learn about muscle muscle technique, and then go back and teach for a year, like only mm-hmm. one year study of work, then go back to teach. Mm-hmm. Right. I have that a really. I'm gonna rewind for just one second because I do wonder. You were just talking about um, dancers in China graduating and then feeling like they're too old to be dancers, and of, mm-hmm. of course, there's a culture within the U.S. that you, you a similar thing. Like if you go to college, it's too late. Is that what's the general career path for dance professional dancers do they generally go straight out of high school then to dance professionally or is it much more common there to get your education first like in the in the early on um art and like dance training is very concentrated almost like uh, like much early on after you graduate from elementary school then you won't Mm -hmm. make a choice you either go to the professional dance school Mm-hmm. Which is like when I was in the dance school, after you, it's kind of like four or five years program, which is including middle school and high school combination. Okay. So after that, you can just become a professional dancer. Gotcha. You can even join, if you are lucky enough, join the, the military, um, like or national owned company, mm-hmm. or you do something, you know, you know just become a teacher or have your own private class, you know, do that kind of thing. Okay. Um, now it's much better because high school is starting to open up for mm-hmm. have more art education, have a like regular dance class to offer. But before it was very concentrated, almost just like very late, you're 12 years old, you have to choose your career. Wow. Um, then you're going to this like concentrate, like a training camp. Like I remember like from a, you wake up from like 6 a.m. start the training until like like 9, 10 p.m. Oh my gosh. Wow. Like the class throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And the academic is just like not important for you. So just like wow. kick your legs, do the flip uh-huh. and dance. That's all you need to do. Wow. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, it's probably pretty easy to feel burned out from that and oh. feel like you need something different. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. How did you choose to uh, look into Martha Graham, the Martha Graham school. Like there were many things you could have chosen. You could have gone anywhere in the world. How was that the spot that you had your eye on? Uh, in the beginning, actually, um, in after I got in college, you're starting to have more information because mm-hmm. my teachers are really amazing. Mm-hmm. They will tell you, you know, even there's not, uh, modern dance not really quite exist yet, but our t- my teacher um, will tell us from the dance history class and tell you Martha Graham is the uh, you know, mother of modern dance. And mm-hmm. I just know a name. I had no idea what the technical look, look, technique look like. Right? Yeah. had no idea. Let me tell you the funny story. So when I just come to New York, I thought I'm getting into Martha Graham school. You know, the best if mm-hmm. I want to learn modern dance. And uh, um, I have to learn from the best. So Martha Graham, that's it. Yeah. So what in the school expecting I'm, I'm actually going to train in 
you know, so you think you can dance is very popular. It was very popular in China. Yeah. So I thought that's what I got, got myself into. I said, I'm going to do all those. Wow. I feel good things. <laughs> Suddenly, the teacher started the class. You sit on the floor doing contraction relief. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my, my God. God. What, what I got myself into. Because there's a translation. That's a very interesting fact. The translation of modernness and contemporary dance into Chinese, they, they're not quite a definition because we don't have enough, sure. you know, people teaching there to let you figure out contemporary, what contemporary is, what modern is. Mm-hmm. So we just put them into one category, which is for like somewhere from the West, you know, yeah. like <laughs> modern culture, contemporary yeah. culture. Right. So it's, it was very confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm so, glad I got, I was just thinking, oh, yes, Mathagram. So now when people ask me, I just tell them because I know Mathagram is the best. So I have to learn from the Mathagram, which is right. true. Yeah. But I did not expect uh, that's what that. I would, mm-hmm. uh, was get myself into. So yeah. after it blew away your expectations and you were kind of like, oh, wow, this is a wholly different beast this is very different um what when did you start to really fall in love with it and and how did you feel like your body adapted to it mm. um in grammar technique um there's a lot of, like core training so uh, actually make, making me feel like it makes sense sound like i feel my body makes sense instead um in Chinese classic dance, I still love Chinese classic dance, mm-hmm. by the way. It's not like I hate it, but right. no, that's a part of me. See my bone, my blood. I cannot never get rid of it. Right. But I can be using it in a way I like to use instead. Mm-hmm. Other people have to tell me you have the breathing so beautifully. Or just like have to have this like constantly pretty face expression on your face. And in Graham, they tell you uh, the expression comes from the core. Mm-hmm. You know, you from your gut. Then they tell you you can be sad, you can be angry, you can be jealous, but all those emotions come from your core. I just like, what? I can actually, you know, be sad and angry as mm-hmm. a woman character. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I've seen the character, for example, like Medea. I mm-hmm. mentioned this quite a bit. There, she's such a, like a bad woman like as a villain in, in Chinese uh-huh. people's mind because she's a woman who killed her own child that's mm-hmm. like unforgiving thing like that's it yeah but uh they uh, Fred, actually put her in center stage as the main character telling you how did she go into that, that you know crazy mm-hmm. crazy and going to that point and then all that technique shows from the center Mm-hmm. And that just making me like, when I'm talking about it, just every time <laughs> I got chills and it making me feel, oh, I can be so real, so human. Mm-hmm. And uh, I never, I guess I just always consider myself, how can you fit in, be the, the beauty, the pretty face, everybody expecting you to be, you know, dress, dressing a certain way, how you behave a certain way. And the uh, mathogram technique. and um, the whole experience taught me how to be a woman and be myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you're, uh, so you obviously you're, you're falling in love with it. You're loving this new uh, um, way of moving and, um, you know, exploring yourself as a dancer, but um, what about like the practicality of it? Like at what point did you think like, Oh, I might get into the company and at what point did they offer it? And then how was that transition? You know, you're, 
you're on this one journey where you're you're finding like this love, but then there are real components to it. Like you're like you have to decide, okay, I'm not going to go back to China and be a teacher anymore. You know, how did how did that like the logistics of it all? How did that play out? Um, uh, I have to say, I got a lot of support from the college I was working at. Mm-hmm. Um, they supported me the first year mm-hmm. um, financially. Wow. Of course, they, they're expecting to come oh. back. <laughs> to Bring the knowledge back. Then suddenly, <laughs> I just remember making a phone call, really shaking. I just, uh, because at the time, I was offered a full scholarship from the second company, Group mm-hmm. 2. Mm-hmm. And of course, that would be a decision making. But I was telling them, you know, just a student company, but I got a full scholarship. I think it's a really good opportunity for me to actually, you know, train a little more with them. I did not expect to get in the company at all. Uh-huh. I remember when I just got in the school, I was putting in after the first trial, like wrong, like the test validation, I was be put in the zero level. The, the elementary level because uh-huh. I had no idea about technique. Right. And so they had a, the host of Gram 2 audition at the, the same time. And I wasn't even, I didn't even go because I just think I was so, I'm so shamed because it feels like I don't know how to, I, how to dance. How can I do an audition? Then somehow I get into the company after like I picked, I picked up pretty uh, quick. I have to say yeah. mm-hmm. that I got in the company after uh, second company after one semester, I think, as mm-hmm. a apprentice. Mm-hmm. Then after a year, they offered me full scholarship. And the similar time, I think just a little bit later, Janet, after one class, Janet told me, "Do you want to work for us as an apprentice in the company mm-hmm. for our upcoming season?" I would just mm-hmm. say. Yes, 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 please. <laughs> and that's a moment, that's a seed. Like I had um, almost all the validation telling me, you're kind of on the red track, maybe rethink a little bit. Mm-hmm. But for me, that's a huge decision because right. I had a life in China. I had yeah. a very stable career for five, six years. Mm-hmm. Um, I was married at the time because mm-hmm. uh, my mom was very came to let me settle down first because she really thinking that will be the best life for me because she always not like having very stable um, life so for her in her mind it's getting you get a very stable job get a very you know a reliable husband Mm -hmm. financially very stable you will live very comfortable life this is the best i can do for you yeah so she actually i actually got married in june then left in august to america wow so that's yeah because that will be that kind of kind of is a deal if you don't get married and you just like you know left then what's the guarantee or insurance you you can give to the other person yeah 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. then in my head just like this impossible dream Mm -hmm. should i pursue it like try if i can get in the company after this this apprentice period with the the company and they just tell people in China, you know, this this will be, you know, what I'm choosing. Right. Mm-hmm. I have to give up all that. Everything mm-hmm. will be leave behind. Wow. And my mom just think I'm crazy, and she just thinking she had no idea who Matagram is. She, like in right. her head, I probably just like washing dishes somewhere and just lying to her. You know? Oh my god! <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. She's like, what? What Martin? What Matagram? What are you talking about? Oh my goodness. The, yeah, uh, between us, our relationship always been very like tight. 
-hmm. from the beginning because uh, she's uh, raised me as a single mother. Mm -hmm. So she had so much expectation for me. Suddenly, I just become my own person. That for her, it's like crushed her. Um, Until like a few years, actually, later on, we we start to get better. Okay. Well, that's that's great. I mean, I can imagine it must be really, it's a, such a different path from what she would have mm-hmm. expected for you. Oh, yeah. But, but from your end, uh, you know, you, you had this whole other life and all of a sudden you're in, you know, you're in a company. Like, what was your first performance like? What was, I mean, how emotionally overwhelming must that have been? Like, it's just so different from any expectation you had had. Yes. Um, I, yeah, the first time going going on stage with a world famous company uh-huh. and uh, just like less than like a couple of years before I was just like a tension like a teacher in a small town you know mm-hmm. I remember that day I had a we uh, of course the performance much later so we had like a new I took a nap at noon mm-hmm. I remember I had this worst dream like my rehearsal director yelling at me because I'm doing the wrong thing. She wants to do the choreography, telling me to jump here and jump there. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know if I can do this. Mm-hmm. It's just all stress, you know. But right. um, it was so nerve-wracking. Now I just think it's so silly because um, I was doing the very little role, you know, mm-hmm. just like, like just re- really small part in the course. Right. And I was so nervous. But the, the feeling when you go on the stage, with my fellow dancers and the light hits you and you feel you are in a different world. Mm-hmm. And I feel I was that little girl again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was telling myself, I'm going to be a dancer. And that's, you know, that's it. You, uh, then you know, that's what you, you should go. Yeah. How much performance experience had you had up to that point? Like when were you, did you perform when you were in school and when you were in college before you started teaching or was this like, one of your first? Um, I I perform, but always, you know, big celebration, which is you know, a lot with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, we perform quite a bit here and there, but it's very different. It's not modern dance. It's right. a folk dance or right. Chinese classic dance. It's completely different. Thing. You just go there and be pretty and just happy. Sounds more and, casual. Uh, kind of. Yeah, very casual. Right. And the, my first uh, thing I, I performed was a, a chronicle with you know, the 1936 anti-war, all-woman yeah. cast. That's my first That's show. That's your first thing. That's really, yeah. <laughs> stamina-wise, very hard for everyone in the work, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's, like, the hardest piece for female uh, dancers, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, in the company. Mm-hmm. So that will be a task for you. Right. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I just, uh, that work is so beautiful and mm. you, you feel it kind of reminds me of like serenade for ballet dancers it's like you feel oh. the whole company like really on the same wavelength like they're all feeding off each other yeah. everyone's in it to like you have to be in it together to get through it it's that hard oh, yeah you know oh yeah I, every entrance <laughs> will come uh come off because you're jumping you're turning you come off and then dancer will like uh pump each other up we got this, we got this, yeah. go, go, yeah. go. You know, like just backstage, you hear like people doing this kind of, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. cheer each other up. Yeah. And that's so cool too, to hear you talking like about having like a full female cast with a lot of dancing. I think um, one thing that like Michael and I like particularly about Balanchine is how so many 
of the cast dances a lot. There's a lot of times that the core does what the principals do. And that's one thing that draws us to that style a little bit more than maybe a classical ballet being a Giselle, you know, doing willies, stuff like that. So is that something that you kind of felt that drastic difference to where you were like, wow, I, no matter where I am in this company, even on my first performance, I can be such an integral part of this work. Oh, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Because in, in Guam's work, the course, a lot of times, so, so many pieces, mm-hmm. the course has the most amazing quality. Right. Mm-hmm. Like she, uh, uh, that's a, also another part. I love her work so much. She using a woman, different type of woman mm-hmm. in their own way. Mm-hmm. Like we have this, uh, we call the pops, you know, like pops is a little shorter lady to do mm-hmm. very strong. And, but they have this like amazing fast jumps. Mm-hmm. And then another line, we have the Amazon woman, mm-hmm. which is a taller lady to do. They, they're like lined up. They're the warriors. Uh-huh. And that, that just making me feel, oh, remember like my teacher was telling me I was too short. You can dance this. Like you can probably not going to be a professional dancer because you're just not tall and pretty enough. Mm-hmm. And now you feel I can be anything. Like mm-hmm. I it just love- be me. You're you, you're good enough. Yeah. You're like strong enough. And I think that's beautiful. such a yeah. <laughs> I think that's such a hallmark of the Graham Company. I you guys are also individual. I that's mm-hmm. totally what I fell in love with straight away. It was just like everyone. No dancer in, in the company could be mistaken for another dancer. Like there's no yeah. cu- you know it's not cutouts. <laughs> everyone is really themselves, and yet when you're on stage together, the whole makes sense, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so what were some of your first featured roles then? Um, my first was uh, the lady in red in the version of Angels. Mm-hmm. I still love that role. Mm-hmm. Ah. Um, um, I, when I was in Guam too, that actually is a role who kind of caught uh, Janet's attention, I believe. In Guam too, I was uh, featured in that role. And uh, she saw me, she just thinking, oh, maybe we can give this girl a shot. Mm-hmm. Actually, I just joined a company, then she already gave me that role. I don't course work still, but actually did that role uh-huh. with a principal dancer. Wow. And I just remember I was uh, dancing with the principal dancer, uh, Marizio, uh, that was the time. I was dancing with him. I just got so nervous. I was running into him with this jittery, you know, like, smiling on my face because I have no <laughs> idea. I'm too excited. Mm-hmm. Like start like um I'm just um I'm just too excited to dance with you. And he was like calm down. <laughs> <laughs> just calm down. That energy, you know, is not gonna work. <laughs> I mean, right. You, you gotta throw yourself off, you know, just have right. to calm down. So right. um and uh, in the beginning I remember very early on I got a review for this role. They the review will say I'm the yellow girl trying to be red. No, yellow is a young, naive uh, uh-huh. character mm-hmm. because we have a three colors in the uh-huh. Oh, I gotcha. There's a yellow, the, the, the naive, the, the excitement, the butterfly, right? Uh-huh. In your heart. Then the red is the passion, uh-huh. you know, made of it. You're grabbing each other's hand and you feel the temperature. Mm-hmm. Then the white, it's spiritual, like, you know, it's mm-hmm. come to another level. But for me, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what a real passion is at the time. I was just, just starting to discover and become a woman. I was like, even I was 20, 
25, 26, 27, mm-hmm. I still feel like very immature in that level. Mm-hmm. And Jenna tell me, you know, you're not just expecting someone to love you, you were you're expecting that excitement you're in the middle of. It. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And suddenly my head just changed, like in the middle of it, not like, oh my God, I'm so excited. No, right. it's not. You're, you're literally holding this body in your arms. What's the temperature like? You know what that thing is. That just boom, like opens a whole another like door for me. Right. Huh. Then you got into you know got a review telling you wow passionate red lady inside <laughs> lady trying yeah. to be yellow. I was calling myself uh, lady in orange for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, it must be so interesting to kind of so your whole life you were interested in the movement of dance and now suddenly you're introduced to this world where you can express yourself and like have those sorts of emotions how do you feel that you were kind of like learning like Janet Elber you're saying the artistic director was helping you who else was kind of giving you some guidance in terms of like developing that artistic part of yourself all the teachers in Guam school, like mm-hmm. if you're a Guam teacher, you cannot just teach the technique mm-hmm. because the technique is so, so, you know, just tied up with your physical emotion mm-hmm. and how to be a human, even, you know, and they show all my teachers are from the old time dancers from the company mm-hmm. and they passing down, they pass down that. And then my rehearsal director, Denise, well, like, she's crazy. She's a crazy lady, but uh, <laughs> she's crazy good. You know, she will, like, really give you some, like, that toughness she yeah. inherited from back then. Yeah. Um, I Denise... think all that, it's a blood and the, the yeah. sweat for doing grand. You can have have to have some of that, you know? Yeah. Be, be, become, yeah. That's really you know Denise. I, you know I, Denise. I, I love Denise. She <laughs> yeah. she helped me on the auditions. She we were side by side yeah. every day. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we actually, always we, hear about her from. The yeah, we're gonna get her on. She was supposed <laughs> to be to... on the podcast at one point, but it just didn't happen. Yeah. We're gonna get her. She, I mean, that'll be amazing. The stories yeah. she has. Yeah. It, oh yeah. She she will try to break you. A new dancer, she will try to break you first. Mm-hmm. Then one day she was just like, okay. You graduate. <laughs> okay, now you are your own person. Um, That's a good yeah. coach. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, uh, I was just thinking about that because um, for Janet, she 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 was an actress. I don't know. She never told yeah. people that. But you can find the movie. Oh, yeah. She's, mm-hmm. she's so she knows how to do the acting part. Mm-hmm. How actually, you know, sometimes you get too emotional in your own head, but physically it doesn't show. Mm-hmm. Right. And she knows how to channeling that. I learned so much from from her mm-hmm. on that um, on that part. And yeah. still, like she's yeah, that how to become sense. an actress. Yeah, right. I, I, <laughs> I mean, I knew that she was an actress, but I didn't even think about how obviously that oh, would, yeah. it would work so well with everything that like the Graham works demand. Yeah, you know? Graham, Graham work is such like acting is I don't know at least fifty percent of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously it's been a very different year, um, (laughs) but what, what have you been able to do? How have you been able to stay, um, you know, to feed this side of you, this artistic side of you, even though, you know, COVID has shuttered theaters everywhere. Like what, what does your past year as a dancer under COVID look like? Um, it's been so hard, of course, mm-hmm. um, for 
anyone. I was teaching, you know, teaching dance class. I'm teaching in school as well. Just seeing my students' face on Zoom, it just looks、mm-hmm. so bad.、Yeah. You're trying to cheer them up. You know,、mm-hmm. you guys are great, amazing. Do this and that. Beautiful, but you know, you feel shitty in that little skirt, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course you do. <laughs> I totally get that. And、uh, yeah, you just kind of you feel like you are trying to survive under a rock. And that remind me of a tree. Like、uh, we heard this legend from、um, um, the older Gram generation. That used to be a training Gram center, like Gram school up east side. And、uh, actually, growing out from the fence, they just kind of because the fence、um, all over it, then, then the tree just somehow reached out for in yeah for yeah. through the fence,、wow. reaching to the sunlight. I guess that's just how it is. Like singing、mm-hmm. dancers, we never really know、oh, how to film ourselves or do social media. Suddenly, you gotta do what you have to do. You、right. become a director. You do like creative stuff.、Mm-hmm. You're dancing outside. You explore、mm-hmm. different light and、um, surface. Like before, if the surface is not good, you never dance on it. Now you do whatever you can do. Right. Yeah. I. That's how I feel. You just feel like you're. Under a rock, so much weight and so much pressure and stress around you, but you're just trying to survive. That like,、mm-hmm. just thinking we had no money, no income. Right.、Mm-hmm. We're living unemployment for so long, but none of us get up.、Mm-hmm. When when they say come back, everybody, everybody shows up in the studio. Right. Even we're slightly out of shape. But it's like we're gonna get back on track, no doubt.、Yeah. Even we probably won't ever hundred percent go back where we were.、Mm-hmm. Just the whole world is changing so much around us. But we、mm-hmm. know we developed so much other abilities、mm-hmm. to adapt into a new situation. Yeah, I think we're 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 more capable of surviving. I would say. Yeah. Do you did you do anything int- like an interesting project like you're talking about any sort of film something that was new and different that you maybe wouldn't have done otherwise? Yeah, I did a lot of collaborations with musicians and、mm-hmm. uh, films. I did this、um, film for、uh, the Come Match. It, it just、um, not too long ago、um, with another four photographers、mm-hmm. and.、Uh, Almost fifty dancers all around the world involved in the project.、Wow. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's what what I'm talking about. It will never、right. happen before. Right, right, right. right. Suddenly,、yes. everybody can just you know, how about you shoot a video or make something up for us, and we tell like twenty dancers from this part of the country or that that part of the world can learn this course.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, and I do a lot of my own impact,、uh, if you know. That's like one thing keep me insane. Yeah, yeah. That's like one thing I can't. Yeah, can't continuing like that. Just something、I、have to do to make me myself happy. Even there's nothing else going. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, what's the future looking like? When when are you back on stage in a in a gram work? You know, giving us all that passion and intensity. Um, I actually did a few shows. Like compared to、um, other dancers, I actually did a couple of shows for Gram Company in、mm-hmm. studio live streaming、okay. from December, January, November. Did like three or four already,、mm-hmm. and、uh, we are actually get on stage this very weekend for、yes. our ninety five ninety fifth season. 
wow. of virtual, of course, the live streaming. So yeah. yeah, I'm dancing today. I'm gonna go into the studio and perform. Yeah. What are you dancing? I'm doing conversation of lovers with mm-hmm. Lloyd Knight. Um, mm-hmm. one of my favorite duet. And uh, I'm doing another two solos called Immediate Tragedy. It's a lost solo we recovered with uh, Janet. Yeah. Wow. It's from 1937. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, 1937 is based on the Spanish war um, background. Mm-hmm. And then another solo, uh, Satiric Festival song, which is another classic. She just, you know, she's this clown. She's all happy and making fun of herself. She'll wiggle her butt and <laughs> point, point her like big toe and tell everybody this is art, you know, mm-hmm. this is modern art. Uh, yeah, it's some like good classics and some new um, as well. So you mentioned that it's going to be live streamed. Is that going to yeah. live on the internet afterwards? Like our listeners could watch it if they wanted to check it out? Oh, yes, totally. It's going to last for a while, I believe. So it's not too late to awesome. get your access. Great. <laughs> we'll definitely be tuning in ourselves too. Um, well, that's so wonderful. I'm so glad that you're back. Um bit by bit, you know, getting to perform, even if it's virtual and, you know, live streamed and all that. But I know that, you know, very soon you're going to have that audience out there and they're going to completely feed off your energy as a performer. I I cannot wait. Mm -hmm. Oh, we did one live performance in Guggenheim. Oh, right. It was was like, right? Yeah, it was very recently. I forgot to tell you that that's so exciting because that's the first performance um, after the whole pandemic thing. And the, that was my last performance, live mm. performance. While uh, I was pregnant as well. Uh-huh. While I was like 31 weeks for, uh, pregnant, oh I danced with uh, Caleb T-shirts, um, uh, yeah. like, uh, his company and like uh, different artists. Uh-huh. And I performed there with Frankie Mabali. And uh, then like a year, like a year and a half like later, um, she was, you know, my husband was with her in the audience. And we perform there Aww. again. It's so that's beautiful. So exciting to hear real audience too. Right. When you bow, there's a real, real applause here. Yeah. You can hear the excitement from the audience because right. they are so starved as well. They yeah. Can, right. Yes. That's yeah. performance. I realized that so, we didn't talk about your motherhood journey. Now, what was the trajectory like in terms of the pandemic? Were you pregnant when the pandemic started? Like, or were you back to dancing? How did that workout time-wise um frankie was born just right before the whole pandemic blew up. she okay. was born in february <gasps> we wow. can already know something's going on mm-hmm. then the whole shutdown just started in, yeah so in a way like right after at least you weren't missing anything i guess because <laughs> you would have been like a lucky so lucky yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then you got so, extra time yeah. together yeah, yeah. exactly oh, i'm very fortunate yeah. Just spend more time with her than, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a blessing, definitely. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is definitely lucky. Yeah, it's not you know it's not everyone gets to have that. I mean, you you might have been back on stage, you know. Exactly. Back then to work. Leave her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That would be the case if a, a pandemic didn't happen for sure. Right. Yeah. So yeah. some upsides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We can't wait to watch you perform in the live stream and. Um, you know, eventually see you on stage again. Thank you for having me. Thank it's you. really my pleasure. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.